EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long EFTM Welcome back, great to have my company Get it? Um, look, i got to say It's great to have a little bit of time off Just a little, little, little tiny bit of time off It's um, it's It's a good time to think Anyway, more on that shortly. Um, thank you for having me. Thanks for having me back. And uh, thanks for continuing to subscribe. We did do that little mini episode in between you. See, I had the CEO of the NBN on. So you didn't really miss a beat. You just got the beat earlier. It's like arrhythmia or something like that. <laughs> um, stack of calls today. A bunch of different things to talk about as well, um, which is cool. Uh, I'm also going to talk robots. I think that's important for anyone that follows me on Instagram. I'm going to talk robots. You'll know why. Anyone that doesn't follow me on Instagram, why the hell not? Uh, Trevor Long AU is my Instagram handle. Um, don't follow Trevor Long. He's a, a teenager in America who's a massive Trump fan, and um, I wish he would sell me his username. But anyway, that's another story for another day. Um, there's a bit going on in the news as well, let's be honest, uh, and it's all up at EFTM.com. The Google stuff is really cool, some really cool new products. The Daniel's done a review of the new Nest Audio, which is a really, really impressive speaker uh, for what it is. Um, and I also just want to say, I think that I feel like by the time many of you listen to this, um, which will be Wednesday, but it's Tuesday when it comes out, I feel like there could be an Apple invite tomorrow. I feel like Apple is hours away from announcing the next event, my gut is that we'll wake up tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning, with uh, the news of the event timing, which will probably be the following Wednesday. And hopefully that means we're going to have an iPhone by the end of October. You know, normally a week or two of pre-orders, so maybe, just maybe, um, in you know by the, by the last week of October, we'll have an iPhone on sale. So that's, um, that's all bloody well happening. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting back on iPhone. I've been using Android now for a little while. And I'll probably go back to Android too. Last year I went back to Android pretty quickly uh, around December. So, yeah, I won't go into great detail because I can't, but I'm enjoying the Android experience is all I'll say. I think that's important. Um, lots to get through, lots of calls to get through, and I uh, hope you can get in touch as well. If you've got a tech question, anything you want, go to the website, eftm.com, and I'll be with you as soon as I can here on the EFTM podcast. This is the Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you've got a tech question, just go to the website, eftm.com. It's that easy. G'day, Jason. Hey, Trevor. How are you? Yeah, real good. What can I do for you, mate? Oh, look, looking to buy a new TV and um, trying to find out what – there's lots of options out there yeah. just trying to understand where where I should go. There's OLED, there's QLED, 4K, 8K. <laughs> hear a lot about motion rates. What do you watch? What do you watch most? That's that the most important thing, honestly, is is yep. what are you gonna watch and where's it from? Yep. Probably a lot of movies, um, sport probably comes from Foxtel, um, so Fox Sports, movies, um, Netflix. So probably a lot of that will stream through. And and do you have um, Foxtel satellite or Foxtel cable at the moment? Uh Foxtel satellite. Have you got four K? Yes. Um, so look, the, if, do you watch a lot of sport? Yes. Mate, motion rates, motion smoothing, um, hurts. There's a lot of different ways they all describe it and none of them love to really put it up front, but that, that, that is an issue for people who watch a lot of sport. I, mm-hmm. I personally don't have an eye for it. 
I barely notice the difference between a $200 TV and a $20,000 TV right. in terms of motion smoothing. It's just not the way my eyeballs work. Yep. Um, but some people just utterly hate um, what you get with a cheaper TV. With yep. it, When it comes to, to sport and, and motion smoothing, honestly, LG OLED is just almost pales in everything else into comparison because it just does a really good job of, of, of what it's what it's asking to do. Uh, yep. Really good refresh okay. rate, um, but you're paying big bucks, mate. So do you have a budget? Mm. Oh, I I probably put it at the the two and a half to three and sort do, of mark. And do you have a size that you want to hit for that budget? I'd probably like to get to probably the sixty five to seventy five, preferably the higher. Of um, course, yeah. And so that that's where you end up. That's that's where you start to go. Well, hang on a minute. Okay, so a you know, let's look at. I'm just, you know, I often jump on the JB Hi-Fi website because it's got a really good filter search. But the same, yeah. you'll find the same prices at Harvey Norman. Let's be clear. Um, yeah. You'll get a, an LG 55-inch OLED for three grand. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that, that that's for perspective. That's what three grand gets you in the OLED space. Right. right? Then, if you look at um, a QLED from Samsung, which is their high-end technology, and frankly would offer pretty darn good um, motion rates. I don't think you'd have any issues with it. You get mm-hmm. a 65. Yep. Right? So the same price. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, just to be very clear and put a solid comparison in front of you, I've got a Hisense 85-inch TV. Okay. And you could get one of those for three grand. Oh. So this is where you go, oh, hang on a minute, how, like, how much am I really going to notice this you know, refresh rate or whatever. So a Samsung yep. QLED has a 200 hertz refresh rate. Hisense's TVs have excellent sport modes and all that kind of kind of stuff. They call it a 200 smooth motion rate. You'll right. find it. You'll find it's almost the exact same thing. Okay. Now it, it's really going to come down to how nitpicky you are about that vision. But geez, mate. I've got to tell you, having installed an 85-inch TV in my lounge room, yep. I've not looked back at all. Now, the only time I've noticed um, anything about this TV from Hisense was I was watching uh, Greyhound, the Tom Hanks um, uh, kind of war movie where, where they're on oh, a boat yep. uh, on Apple, Apple TV. TV. Yep. And I, I watched it in pitch black darkness, and I felt like the movie was very dark. I felt like it didn't quite pop as much as it probably could or should or uh-huh. would in on an on an OLED, right? Yeah. And then during the credits, um, there was this strong flickering of the TV because the credits were built in such a way that they weren't just black screen with words on it. They would have this kind of um, black screen with credits, and then they'd flicker up every every five seconds. They'd flick up a black and white picture um, right. like from a war days, and it re- yes. the TV hated it. I'll be honest with you, the TV hated it. It just did this flickering thing, but it's during the credits, and, and it was me watching it for the purpose of understanding the quality of this TV. Okay, yes. Now, if you're watching a lot of movies, uh, and you and you like you know pitch darkness, and you you know turn off all the lights, and you want that cinema experience, you probably want to head towards OLED. You really do, mm-hmm. because that's yep. that's what you get. You get a better better viewing experience, but then you have that balance between you could get a Samsung. Um, 75 inch QLED for three grand as well. Um, 
that's just one step down from their 65. So Samsung have this numbering system called Q60, Q80, Q90. The higher the number, the better it is. Right. And when I okay. say better, it's things like design. Um, you know, you get a smaller bezel on the Q950. Um, you'll probably get uh, simple things. Like I'm just going to click on the 75 and, and see whether or not it has the two. It only has a 100 hertz motion rate. Okay. Right. So for three grand, you get Samsung 75, but it has mm-hmm. a 100 hertz. You get Samsung 65, it has a 200 hertz. But, mate, go into Harvey Norman, JB, yep. and yep. ask them to put something other than the demo reel on that Hisense TV. Get them to put something fast on. Get them to – because you're, you're about to spend three grand. You're entitled mm. to say, hey, can you put something different on there for me? And stand there and have a look at the 85 and sit back, you know, four or five metres where you're going to be on your lounge and then yep. do the same with the, the Samsung 75 and 65. My gut feeling is you'll go what I did and you'll go, you know, for 400 bucks extra, I'll get Universal Home Theatre to install that for me and it's going to look spectacular. Um, if you've got the space for it, mate, go yep. big or go yep. home. Oh, honestly, it's it's unbelievable. Okay. But it, everything you buy should be 4K. Um, yeah, yep, It, it should sure. have Netflix built in. You've got Foxtel already, so that's going to pump in through the um, through through the HDMI. It's HDMI, yep. You know, if I was to absolutely be driven to pick one, I'd take the Samsung 65-inch QLED at three grand because mm-hmm. because it's going to be the all rounder for you. Yep. Whereas if I was pushed to go, what would what would be stepping out of your comfort zone? I'd go big or go home and get the Hisense 85-inch. Yep. Good luck. Happy shopping. Okay. <laughs> No, it's good. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, and it's a good point that you made about the – because I noticed looking at them, they put on their own um, – in the showrooms, their own Content. built-in yes. program. It's always it it's always optimised. When they send me a review TV, they always send one with, with a USB stick built into it, and it's like, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'll check that out and just put Fetch TV or run I, – I, what I do is I watch a similar Netflix show on, on every TV because, you know, yes. Netflix is a, is a constant. Um, yes. Yep. You know, I can make any TV look good, mate, because you, you can play with the brightness and the colours yep. and all those things. Yes. But And every TV is in, in store mode too, by the way, which is ultra bright, choose more yes. power. Um, but what, yeah, they all I, look good, yes. <laughs> I, I don't expect you to look at brightness and things. I want you to look at motion. So okay. get, them to, the show, get yeah. them to show something that is moving fast. Okay. Good luck, mate. Happy shopping. Thanks, Trevor. Cheers, buddy. And uh, yeah, no worries. And if you've got a a question, you want to go shopping, I can go shopping with you. (laughs) Happy to. Uh, Just get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com. Thanks for listening. Any questions you've got, go to eftm.com. That's what Pete did. G'day, Pete. Hi, how are you? Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you? Yeah, so I'm just a bit confused. I've got a note to say that, you know, I'm put fibre down the street, so I'm ready to connect to NBN, mm-hmm. but I don't have any any terrestrial – I don't have a don't have a landline. Mm-hmm. I've got aerial uh, broadband and aerial Foxtel. Aerial? I, I, when I, you say aerial, you mean well, satellite? Well, it comes in – no, it comes in cable off cable through the telegraph lines or telegraph poles. Okay, yep. So you, you're probably – Getting? Do you know what sort of NBN you're getting? Um, uh, fibre to the curb. Oh, okay. So that, that so that rings a bell. That's that's what you think you're getting. That's interesting. So, have you got Optus cable? 
So which one? Have you got Optus cable or Big Pond cable into No, no, it's Big Pond, Telstra. I find it very strange that you're not getting HFC. But anyway, we'll, we'll leave that for another day. Um, yeah. So you've got, uh, got fibre to the curb and you've got cable internet and... Yeah, cable, they've, 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 yeah. they've sent. They've sent you. So, what internet do you have right now? How do you get internet? Um, big pond. Big pond cable. Yeah, big pond cable. So it's yeah, pretty fast. You're getting like 100 megs, good speeds. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm still. Yeah, that, that, I'm still blown away that you're not getting HFC, but it's. That's just me in my head going, why aren't they giving you MDN through that cable? That's how anyone else that well, has that it, cable got it. But maybe it there's could an issue be. In your but every, every time I sort of check my. Um, your address on the MBN site, it says FTTC? Yeah, it just comes up okay. fibre to the curb or something. Other All right, so, so your your query is essentially because you're not using that cable that you're currently using for internet for the NBN, what the hell's going to happen? Basically, it's the it's the NBN's responsibility to complete the lead into your house. So if that lead-in doesn't exist, they need to put one in. Yeah, there's there's one there from an old telephone service. Okay, but I haven't haven't used that for a while. Man, I haven't used that for eighteen months or longer. It's fine. It's a bit of it's a bit of copper. It it it's, it runs from yeah. the from the footpath to your house. The the yeah. only the only issue is where that copper comes into your house now. That's where your modem's going to be. Uh, I, I felt like that was going to be a drama. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, sort of both the the, the Foxtel and. Big pond boxes are right up the front of the house, mm-hmm. and and my modem's right up the very back end of it, and it's a pretty long house. And yeah, so so you're in a kind of unique position because you've you're, you're coming into the conversation with your provider forewarned. Um, but I'm assuming you're going to use Telstra for your internet. Have you decided on that? <laughs> well, I have, and I. Sent the order away and they've done bugger all. Oh, really? It was all due on the seventeenth of September, and I haven't heard a bloody peep. So I've been thinking about sort of going around for someone else. Just someone who's going to do something, mate. Ring Aussie Broadband. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I've been the, looking at them. Well, the reason I say that is because I know you can ring them, right? And you'll get someone at their call centre. That they, they're in uh, regional <laughs> Victoria. Was, that's um, what I was thinking. And so, listen, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want a telephone, and just no. about everyone else sort of offers NBN plus a telephone. I don't want a telephone. They'll offer you a telephone, but that's just a ten dollars yeah. option. You just say no. I said no. Done. My my wife now wants one, so I'm screwed. I have to go back to the drawing board, but that's okay. Um, but the the telephone comes in via the modem anyway. It's an add on. It's an easy thing. Don't worry about that. So, yeah. uh, well, the reason I say ring Aussie Broadband, you say, listen, I spoke to Trev. He said. Um, can you do a couple of searches on my property? So confirm what technology you're getting. Because if you're getting HFC, then all your existing cabling and stuff, they just need to change the modem. If you're getting fibre to the curb, as you believe you are, and I think that's quite likely because you would have had HFC by now, <clears throat> then what you want to say to them is, I'm, I'm concerned about connecting straight away because where's the modem going to be? And you can ask them, what are your rights? in terms of when the NBN come and do the install, what are your rights in terms of saying to the installer, no, Matt, I want it there or I want it here or I want it down there? Now, mm-hmm. you, need, you need to be reasonable, Pete, because obviously the NBN's job is to bring it to your house, not not into your living room. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, at the worst-case scenario, it's a piece of copper. A Sparky will probably cost you less than 200 bucks to put the plug where you want it. 
Oh, okay. So, mate, an electrician can do that. So just find out from Aussie what the NBN are going to do and how that process works um, and then make have them make the booking. And they'll make a booking um, pretty quickly for you. Uh, obviously, if there's a three-week lead time, that's just how long it's going to take the NBN. But I guarantee you, Aussie give you a date very quickly. Aussie, t- no. tell you one thing they do better than anyone else, communication. When there's an outage yep. in your area, you get a text message or an email. When there's when there's something to be done, they they tell you like everything they hear about your house. They tell you, and that's the best thing about Aussie Broadband. So I would say when they make the appointment, they'll send you a date. Uh, like it'll it'll happen that way. So ring Aussie, ask them about the technology, confirm that, ask them what your rights are in terms of where they'll put the 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 connection, and if if that can be moved. And then if they say nah, mate, it's just going to be wherever your last phone plug was. Mm-hmm. Then, then get a Sparky around. And when you get a Sparky around, don't just get them to change the, the point. Get them to um, remove any old points as well. And I don't mean from the physical house. I just mean from the wiring under the house and into the house. Because uh, extra wiring or uh, old wiring is what slows the internet down. Oh, okay. So if you're going to pay a couple hundred bucks, and I think it's a worthwhile investment to a Sparky, um, have them put a high-quality copper line to the place where you want the modem and from the place where the NBN kind of ends, and and Bob's your uncle. You'll be a happy man. You'll get a solid NBN, and I think you'll never look back from Aussie Broadband, mate. They're excellent. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. All right, man, that's Good luck. Answer, that, that's all I needed, and I just needed someone to, to – steer me in the right direction and unfortunately you, you, you just can't get through to Telstra nowadays. It's so. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, look, um, <laughs> if you have any dramas, let me know and let me know how you end up going with the with the MBN, mate. All right. Um, and to get a get a Sparky to do the wiring, yeah. it's electrical people that, that are qualified. Hey, that any electrician, yeah, don't, don't use buddy Airtasker, just ring your local oh, electrician. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Does he need to be um, certified in any... Mate. Any electrician can run a piece of copper. Um, you know, if you want to, if you want to find something in the, in their job title or something, you look for someone that does data. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they're, no they're, they're the kind of guys that used to put phone lines in, and now they put um, cabling for internet and through the house. Mate, and mate, while you're there, just a, a, a side thought: if you've got a big house, ask them to give you a quote for running a bit of Cat Five or Cat Six, which is internet kind of cabling, computer yep. cabling from one end of the house to the other. Because if the modem's at one end and the TV's at the other, then sure, Wi-Fi's good for all your little devices, but the TV plugged into hardwired internet, it's a big win, mate. Yeah. Now, well, both my TV and, and the internet are, as I say, right down the back of the house. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, it comes in the front. Good, oh, look, no problems. A good electrician will help you out, buddy. All right, great. Look, thank you very much for that. I do appreciate it. You, that's a bit of a weight off my mind. Thank right, you mate. very much. Good luck and, uh, okay. and happy, to, happy to help as always. And if you've got a question like Pete, just go to the website, eftm.com, click Ask Trev, fill in the details, and it'll tell you that one Tuesday morning I'll be in touch. Trevor along with you. If you've got a tech question, get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com. That's what Michelle did. G'day, Michelle. Hi, Trevor. How are you? Very well. You're in Melbourne. How are things? Oh, things are... Yeah, look, we're coping. We're coping down here. Where are you? That's good. I'm in in Sydney, so... No, you're in freedom. I can tell you that, you know what, even when this bloody thing lingers, it's possible to live with it. So... 
that's the future if you can get past your lockdown. So we just need to get rid of a few idiots down here that just don't know how to do oh, the right thing. But that's, that's okay. Kind of what I was going to say. But anyway, let's <laughs> let's think tech. What's uh, what's on your mind? So to help for? me get me through this, yeah. Trevor, I'm after some earbuds, mm-hmm. and um, I want to do podcasts, music, and use my phone. And I tend to use them a lot of a night time. So oh, okay. something that's comfy. Comfy. So you like light, like you fall asleep wearing headphones. Yes. Yeah. Ah, interesting. See, I don't think I've ever done that because I, I guess I only, it's only, I've only think about wearing them on a plane. I've always worried about taking them off before I go to sleep on a plane because they fall, I've lost them. That's never coming back. But in bed, you just got to find the bloody thing. Um, well, that's true. And I, I use, I use ones with cords at the moment, but they sort of just about tangle around. I was my just going to say that that sounds like a recipe for disaster. <laughs> it does. Um, you know, my first port of call, and this is going to sound crazy question. How mm-hmm. big are your ears? You got, you got little ears or like big ears? Like just rate yourself, <laughs> Michelle. Just yeah, be honest with me. that's a crazy question. I've got medium sized ears. So I got big ears. I'm not like five foot toe, you know. Right. So I got big ears apparently, according to Samsung, mm-hmm. because I think the best product for you is actually Samsung's new Galaxy Buds Live. They are they literally fit inside I wish I knew the names of the ear bits, but the 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 I call it with Stephen Fennick, we call it the lobby, you know? Before you yep, go through yep, the door, yep. it's it's kind of that area that, that you can kind of sit things in. Now the Galaxy Buds Live um literally meant to sit in there, but mine just bloody well would not sit in there. Um you know, if I shook my head they'd come out. So yeah. If you can find a store that will let you try them, I want you to try them because if we can't go into stores Trevor. at all. No, of course you can't. Okay, ignore those. <laughs> then the last <laughs> look. Version, I'll tell you what I was looking at. If yeah. you don't mind, I was looking at the Jabra. Is it the Elite Elite seventy five or something? I I worry that they stick out a bit too much. Okay, cool. So only only that they're they're quite a they're, they're excellent. They are honestly mm. my pick of headphones in here. Mm-hmm. Value, sound, everything, but mm-hmm. but I just have a concern that they're they're quite a big nodule, okay, and I just mm-hmm. worry that that kind of might just push push a bit on the on the head as you're uh, as you're kind of lying there. The ones Look, I would recommend. That's probably not my number one priority. So I suppose it's oh, okay. more sound and how well, then, good are they with my phone? Here's what you do, especially yeah. given you're in lockdown. Got buy the so how do you buy like JB Hi-Fi website off like Harvey Norman website? Yeah, basically click and collect or something like that. I'm just I guess I'm just completely uh, um, uh, un- unaware of it really because yeah, there is no such thing as going into a store right now apart from if it's a supermarket. Oh, I was going to say so. How did the butcher problem happen? But anyway, that's because yeah, it's food, well, right? Food, yeah, essential okay. service. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's leave that alone then. Um, mm. So get the get the jabbers right now. Yep. Here's the great thing. Most stores have a pretty good return policy. Now, I get freaked out by in-ear headphones being returned, but that's as a reviewer, right? When they send me headphones and I review them and then they say, can we we have them back? I say, listen, that's disgusting. Who's getting them after me? Because they've been in someone's ear. So that's just me as a reviewer. I just don't want to have someone else's, you know, headphones in my ear. But as long as you're getting a brand new set from the start – Look, the worst case scenario is they don't feel great in bed, but they're going to feel better than corded headphones. Yeah, yeah. So the the only other ones I want you to look at are not the new Samsungs, but the old Samsungs, the Galaxy Buds Plus. I think think overall um, they're they're the best headphones 
on, on many, many levels. So they're, they're, they're much smaller in the year. Um, they sound great, but I would say the Jabras are a better quality earphone um, on sound quality overall. So that's yep. just about, so you know, fifty dollars difference. So, and I assume they've got a built-in mic. Is that how the phone system works? Look, with they, the they do. There is not a set of headphones I can recommend are good for phone calls. Yeah, they're all rubbish. Yeah, they're, they're all rubbish. So, if you're if you're doing a lot of phone calls, have a different device for that. I've got a oh, little. Oh no, yeah, yeah, no, I don't piece. do a lot of phone calls, but so it's just handy. That's it's, all. Yeah, when you're out for a walk on your one hour a day within your five kilometre radius or whatever your restrictions are. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's us. <laughs> okay, um, and someone does ring, they're fine. You can talk yeah. to them; it works. But if yeah. you like, if I was doing a radio interview, I would never do it on a set of wireless earbuds because they're just not that great. Cool. I'm a bit of a narc with quality. So, you know what? I think the Jabra Elite 75s, and they've, you know mm-hmm. what? They've just introduced a software upgrade to those that give you active noise cancelling too. Oh, okay. So, all I have to do is learn how to do that. No, just easy. When you set them up, just use the app to set them up, all right? Yep. Jabra Elites, they're a winner. Find the best price, get them shipped to the house, knock on the front door, and have a conversation with the courier because that's the only face to face conversation you can have with anyone. Yeah, got it. That's it. All right, Michelle. Thank <laughs> we'll you all we'll down it. there. Thank you so much. That is really cool. I really appreciate it. No worries at all. Anytime. Thanks, Trevor. You have a great day in Cheers. Sydney. <laughs> you have a good day in, indoors. Bye. Bye. Uh, and if you've got a tech question like uh, Michelle, thinking of everyone in Melbourne, we'll be through it soon. And uh, you can get in touch. Go to the website. That's all you got to do. So, <clears throat> robots. You know I have robots in my life, the robot vacuums. I'm a big fan of of, of recent years. The early ones, not so much. Um, and we now have Larry, the um, robot vacuum, who uh, looks after things at our place. It's wonderful. We don't run him on an automated schedule, by the way. He only goes when I tell him to, um, because we're not at that point yet where the kids are that clean that things are that good. And he can avoid stuff, but what's the point of vacuuming around things? You may as well... Just wait and clean up. So Larry pretty much every night when I tidy the kitchen and do the dishes and stuff, I'll set him off after that. <clears throat> and on the weekends, he'll do a full clean after we've, you know, made the kids tidy up after themselves. Um, but about, I'm going to say it was 2014, I went to Sweden and I went to the town of Husqvarna with the good people at Husqvarna. And it was there, I was there, to, it was their 100 and something anniversary as a company, which is amazing. But I also uh, saw a bunch of battery technology they had there and everything from chainsaws to, to mowers and stuff. But in the town of Husqvarna, and I kid you not, this was not a plant. This was, There was just lots of robot lawnmowers. People there just have them. And I was a bit blown away by that. It was like, oh, wow, these things are, are real. And it was a big product for them. But they never really did that well here. Well, there's a massive resurgence on, or a surge, surgence. What's the, what's the initial surgeons called? Um, there's a surge in sales for robot vacuums. For, sorry, robot lawnmowers. Now, there's a bunch on the market, and the people at Works who make some really cool uh, and affordable um, kind of garden and DIY technologies, um, the, they have one called the Landroid. So they said, do you want to try it out? I said, absolutely, I do. So I did a deal with them. I said, listen, uh, they said we'd love a video. I said, well, I'll prioritise that on your behalf. So I've made a video, and it's going to be up on YouTube shortly, um, 
because for me, the experience isn't about how well it cuts. I know it does, and there'll be some ins and outs over the next few weeks. But my biggest thing was all the questions around how the hell does it work? How how hard is it to set up? Um, so I was fascinated by this, and that you know, there's there's a wire that goes around your perimeter. Now I'm I can't use a robot lawnmower in my entire house because I have essentially four patches of lawn. We have a we live on a corner. And so our driveway goes across two streets. It's curved across two streets. So there's a there's a bit of lawn in between that. There's a bit of lawn on the side of the house and on the front of the house. That's three out the front, and then there's the backyard. It's not a lot of lawn overall, but it's a you know a few hours job on the on the push mower. But I went okay, let's do the back backyard for the robot. And it was a fascinating process because I assumed the wire went right on the edge, and then I thought, how do you whip a snip? Because there's no way a robot is doing the, the edges, and that's true. <clears throat> but actually, the, the wire sits uh, 26 centimetres in from a hard boundary wall, like an actual drop-off or a wall, and it sits 10 centimetres in on, like, a, a pathway. And what happens is the robot is, I'm going to say, not quite 50 centimetres wide, but it's let's say it's 30, 40 centimetres wide, it, it drives on the wire. So it hangs over the edge of the path to cut the edge of the path, or it goes right along the edge of your fence if the, if the wire is 26 centimetres in. So once you put the base down, and there's a huge power cable, which was great, once you put the base down, you it's really quite easy to run the wire, and you don't have to dig it. I thought you had to dig it into the ground. No, you just place it on top of the grass. And then you put a peg every 80 centimetres. Now, I was nervous. Is there enough pegs? Is there enough wire? There was plenty of wire and there were plenty of pegs. And here's my first four days experience. Edward, as I've called him, scissor hands, get it, um, has cut the wire twice because the wire, he's either pulled it in some places, which has loosened it, pegs come up, which has loosened it. So basically, I'm, I'm, there's going to be a couple of weeks of establishment, right? Um establishing this kind of setup so that the grass has got to grow over the wire. It's kind of got to grow into the the yard. So what I'm going to do this afternoon is I'm going to repair the last bit of wire he's cut and I'm going to go and do it again. Now that I've got this knowledge of, of how it works and how well it turns, where it does and doesn't like to turn, you know, put in some wider turns as opposed to really tight turns, I'm going to, I'm going to lay more pegs so that the wire is much more kind of secured down and I think then I've got some serious luck but I've got to tell you day one this thing did a good job now the lawn wasn't out of control the lawn was just you know in need of a cut but it did a good trim and what happens is it was scheduled five days a week I've scheduled it now seven days a week it just goes out every day it just trims the lawn and when I say trims it's only got like three little razor blades underneath and they're proper razor blades not just metal things that spin really fast they're just they're razors that spin quite slow excuse me, and it just goes and trims. It's just constantly trimming your lawn. So your lawn never gets long. And because it doesn't do the edges, in about three weeks, I reckon I'll be able to take some photos and get a video of how good a job it does because you'll be able to see the edges not done, which I'm meant to do. So I'm meant to do the edges, it does the lawn. And I also think that it might be a healthier lawn too because it will stop the weeds from growing up. So, yeah, I'm, I'm quite fascinated by it. You know, it's $1,300. And here's, I've had a lot of questions about it. And I think the number one sarcastic but very intuitive comment, and actually, you know, it's a really important thing is, 
for 1300 bucks, you could get your lawn mowed by someone for most of the season. So now when I say the season, let's be clear, it doesn't cost 50 bucks to get your lawn mowed. It costs 100, 150. So I don't know what, I don't know how much you're paying, but if I got someone to do my lawn, they're going to want 100, 150 bucks. So it's actually only 10 mows in summer. That's maybe 25 weeks. So it's, it's maybe one year's worth of mowing at best. And, that's pay, it's paying for itself for in a year then, if you put it that way. So I think it does actually work out. But anyway, it's a fascinating experiment. The video's up at the YouTube channel, EFTM Online. Uh, it'll be also be on the website, EFTM.com. Um, but yeah, really, really cool stuff. Uh, I'm going to follow this experiment over the weeks and months ahead because I think the teething problems that I'm having, like wire cut, he got stuck on a on a turn because the, the dirt was really soft. And like his wheels were spinning, so I've just learnt about what it can and can't do. Um, I think now that I've learnt this, I'm going to re- restate my, you know, the the setup process. And I don't think it could have taught me those things at all. I'm fascinated by it, and I think I'm actually adapting to it. And, and, and Edwards, I'm learning. Edwards just doing his job. But follow with interest, folks. We are entering a new age of robot lawnmowers. Um, they're selling in big numbers in Australia. And by the way, if you steal it, you can't use it because he's got a pin number, all right? So, good luck. So, yeah, stealing a robot uh, lawnmower, complete waste of time. That's that's the word on the street. 1200 bucks though, so that's probably why it's a, it's a risk. Um, I just wish I could have more PowerPoints outdoors and I could put one in the side yard as well, because um, I've got a really nice lawn out there. I'd like to do that. Anyway, let me know. Have you tried one? Have you seen one? Let me know what you think. Uh, EFTM.com. Trevor along with you, and if you've got a tech question, just go to the website, eftm.com. That's what Tony did. G'day, Tony. Uh, yes, I just wanted to know what would be the best NBN to go. So what do you, what do you got now? Well, like where, uh, well, do you, where, been, do you, where, where are you at? Uh, we went with Telstra, and then we went, turned over to TPG, and it, the whole thing was a disaster. We oh, can't. Geez. Yeah, so well, I don't hang know on. What so, to do. so you were with were you with Telstra originally before NBN, and then you just kind of switched to the NBN via we, Telstra? We switched to TPG. So they, then, were, they were your first NBN provider, or was Telstra your first yes, NBN provider? No, Telstra was the first one. Okay. And do you know what yeah. technology you've got? Is it cable internet style, or is it fibre to the curb? Do you uh, know anything about no, that? No, yeah, it's cable to the front door, I think. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. so have you got Foxtel cable? Yes. Yeah, right. So that's what it is. It's the HFC network. So why has it been a disaster with TPG? Um, just can't get the – we couldn't get – when it was on – on Telstra, we couldn't get any um, – I kept dropping out all the time and all this type of thing. And then TPG was even worse. So when you say dropping out, like, does the actual modem show <coughs> as there being no internet or is it just your Wi-Fi? Yes. Uh, well, we couldn't get it, couldn't get any Wi-Fi out. It wouldn't come up. And and what are the providers? You, you couldn't – well, you couldn't use the – oh, my wife's been on them for hour after hour after hour. Jesus. She's given up. She's had a gutful of them. So you're still with TPG today, but it's not No, well. no, we, we went back to Telstra because TPG was even worse. Wow. And <laughs> yeah, did you need sorry. to use different equipment with when you, when you switched between them or did they use the same stuff? No, no, they, uh, they switched us back to, from TPG, they, we went back to a Telstra um, box oh, okay. and they, they said the TPG box that they gave us wasn't strong enough. 
strong enough. Yeah, it said it, it um, needed. It wouldn't give us the the right power. I don't understand all that. Oh, mate, I feel like you're getting just the absolute bum steer here because absolutely well, we are. So, and, I, and I think Tony, the big thing for me is there's a big difference between internet not working and Wi-Fi mm-hmm. not working. Right? Right, And I I think what I want you to do is I want you to understand that so that when you're having these conversations with people like me and and also providers, they're two Mm -hmm. separate things, yeah? The the NBN built a network. That's done. The Telstra provides you with internet into your house. So it comes, that's that little white, probably a smart modem they call it. Yes. If you were, do you you have any computers or laptops that can plug into that modem or are you doing everything via wireless? By wireless, and you don't have a computer or laptop that you can plug in? We haven't plugged it in, no, not directly into it. Do you have one, though, that you could? <clears throat> um, I could check. So, because what you want to do, it's 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 really important to find out whether the internet is down or whether mm. your Wi-Fi is no good or down or broken in some way. And, oh. and see, they're two different things, right? So the no. Wi-Fi in your home could be obstructed by brick walls. There could be interference in your house. There's a bunch of reasons why your Wi-Fi not, might not be performing. And to be honest, that's my first thought, is because if you've tried two different internet providers um, and and they and neither of them have called the NBN to do any work on the, the cabling, which means their, their information, their computer systems are showing that it's all good outside, then it's in your home, right? So it's the so it's Wi-Fi network. Well, we did get one of those boosters because we had to get around a brick wall. Who did you get that from? Um, we just went and bought one from, uh, where'd you buy the booster from? Extender. Yeah, it says Extender, sorry. Yeah. We got we got one of those and put that in, and then that helped a little bit, but it kept still kept dropping out. So I'll tell you why so, boost, I'll tell you why extenders are bad. An extender only extends the network that it can get. So, right. you know, you stood around the side of the brick wall and put the extender there? Yeah. It's only extending the network that's on the other side of that brick wall, right, which is already bad. And so your phones show full signal because the extender is working beautifully, but the full signal is actually just your connection with the extender. It's not how much data and internet is getting through the extender. So it's a real real problem that, you know, um, is unlikely to be fixed by an extender. So an extend, yeah, okay. extender, extender isn't going to fix most people's Wi-Fi problems. The right. best thing for fixing Wi-Fi problems is what we call a mesh network. So, and again, I go back to my point about they're two separate things. Your internet coming into the home and then your Wi-Fi network. They're two separate things, right? So the internet yep. comes into the home. There's probably a little black box that says NBN on it, right? That's, yeah. that's what we call the NTD. That's the end of the right. NBN network. And then there's the white box, which is Telstra's modem. That yeah. modem connects through the NBN, and it should be delivering Wi-Fi through your home, but it's not for some reason. Yep. Oh, so big walls would be the problem. They, they, they could be a problem. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be the be-all and end-all, though, right? But standing next to the modem, if everything's working fine, then then the Wi-Fi is the problem. So what you need to do is there's two things. You can actually go out and buy these things, and they're not cheap, I'll be honest with you, Tony, but they are unbelievably excellent. Trust me, no one's ever complained after I recommended them. But a a system like a Netgear Orbi, which will cost you between – 350 and 700 or more um, but you yeah. know the basic system 500 bucks orbi orbi so yeah. it 
actually doesn't need to plug into the Telstra modem. You can throw that out. You can plug it into the, the NBN box and yep. one, one of them sits next to your modem or your NBN box. The other one sits, you know, one room away in your place if it's, if it's really that bad. And yeah. what they do is they work together and they create a solid network just like businesses have in, in their, you know, huge office blocks. Uh-huh. But before you go out and buy that, before you go out and buy a Netgear Orbi, I do want you to call Telstra back and I want you to say, can you tell me about your Wi-Fi guarantee? Now, yeah. they, I tell you, they launched this thing a month and a half ago and every time I ask about it, they kind of don't publicise it, but they, they launched it. It's a, I think it's $12 a month. And for $12 extra a month, they will send you as many, you might think of them as extenders, but they're actually... Mesh networks, they're mesh extenders, so they're better than the one you bought, with respect. Um, and yeah. they will send you as many, as many of those as you need to give you good Wi-Fi all throughout your home. For, okay. for, for seriously, for twelve dollars a month, it's it's an excellent deal. But I I just don't know how you sign up for it because it's not on their website. <laughs> okay. Oh, dealing with those people's a nightmare. Well, that, that's the problem, right? So here's what we do. Tell you what, if you you can't get you or your wife to call Telstra today and ask them about their Wi-Fi guarantee, tell them you're willing to pay the $12 a month, whatever the boxes are they can send you. Don't tell them your internet is rubbish. Tell them mm-hmm. your Wi-Fi is rubbish. Wi-Fi, okay. Okay. And if that doesn't work, if they don't give you any, any help, get back in touch with me. And I will send. I will kind of escalate you through Telstra a little bit so that we can find out who's offering this bloody Wi-Fi guarantee. And, and I think it'll solve your problems. I really do. Oh, thanks, Trevor. That's good. You give right. me some hope. Oh, well, hope, right. a little bit of hope's a good thing. All right, Tony? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll do all those things. Thank you very do much. Do all those things, and I appreciate you taking the time to chat, mate. Yeah, thank you for bringing back. That's awesome. No worries at all. That's Tony. Um, didn't want to chat on the podcast, but had a lot of problems and I thought we should try and solve them. So Tony, get in touch with Telstra, get the Wi-Fi guarantee and uh, if that doesn't work, we'll escalate it up through Telstra and if that doesn't work, well, a Netgear Orbi will be the solution at your local retailer. So yeah, fascinating. That that One of the challenges there for me is that, that misunderstanding between internet and Wi-Fi. Two very different things uh, that could be conflicted and broken at your home. So Im- important to kind of differentiate between the two things when you're, when you're seeking customer service from your, from your telco. Uh, happy to hear from you anytime. If you want, just go to the website, eftm.com. Click Ask Trev. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Thank you for listening. Uh, got a question? Go to the website, eftm.com. G'day, Renee. Hi, Trevor. How are you going? Really good. What can I do for you? Um, I'm just wanting to know, I've got an Apple TV subscription mm. and just wondering how I can link that up to watch through my TV, smart TV. What sort of smart TV you got? Um, it's a Samsung, but it's about four to five years old. Yeah, a, a slightly newer one would work. Um, I'm thinking they go back to two, maybe three years. They did get the Apple TV app, which means you, can, oh, okay. you don't even need your phone. You can just use the TV remote and it works a treat, but... Sadly, not on that on that age. Right, Look, okay. to be honest, so upgrading the, a TV. No, 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 no. Go to JB Hi-Fi or mm-hmm. Harvey Norman or Apple and get an Apple TV, two hundred and nine oh, okay. bucks. Um, their their cheapest one that at JB Hi-Fi anyway is two hundred nine dollars. It's all you need. It's not four K. So yep. if if you're big on TV quality, then you need to go up one gear and and spend a bit more. On the, mm-hmm. on the 4K, which is only another 40 bucks, so $249. Okay. 
Um, so if you kind of want to really future-proof yourself, go and get an Apple TV 4K for $249. Okay. And Sounds good. The great thing is that you don't need your phone then. Like you can use your phone and you can actually yep. send stuff from your phone to your TV. But the mm-hmm. great thing is you can just sit down, you can grab the TV remote, turn it on, you can grab the Apple TV remote and you can actually navigate to, to your shows via that. Right. And by the way, you've got an iPhone, you can actually use yep. your phone as the remote control for the Apple TV. A lot of people don't okay. know that in the – do you on your iPhone, do you use the kind of swipe down control centre where you get all those little icons for your, like your torch and your camera? And, yes, yes, So you I can do. Yep. add to that. When you go into settings and control centre – you can actually mm-hmm. modify that and put different things there, including the Apple TV remote button. Oh, okay. That's handy. So I think that 250 bucks will be very well spent. How much Apple TV yeah. are you watching? Um, I'm watching a fair bit of content at the moment. So, yeah, different that shows new? that are coming up. Is that um, No, I've had it since um, sort of early this year. Okay. Because so. uh, it's not yeah, a lot of content there. So, so yeah. you're obviously not watching every single day or something because you'd run out no. pretty quick. Yeah, no, not what's every your, day. What's no. your favourite recommendation thus far? Um, so uh, probably, oh gosh, I can't think of that. Actually, there's a good one on Defending my Jacob. Third. Yes, I've seen that. That was quite a good show. Not a great um, final final episode though. What did you reckon? Do you th- it, kind of yeah, makes you wonder. Yep. Ted Lasso. Uh, no, I haven't watched that one. Bit yet. Bit of fun. So you think that's an all right one? It's it's fun. It's a fun show. Okay. In this, in you know, in 2020, when the world is in such a weird space, you just want yep. to laugh. Ted Lasso. It's a good, okay. fun, interesting. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. All right, sounds like a plan. I'll give that one a go. All right, go and get yourself an Apple TV box. Okay, that sounds great. Thank Enjoy. you for the advice. Happy to help anytime. Good on you. And if you've got a question like Renee, go to the website eftm.com. This is the EFTM podcast. Helping you with any tech question you've got, easy to do. Just go to the website eftm.com. G'day, Kirsten. Uh, good, good day, uh, Trevor. How are you? Yeah, real good. What can I do for you? Uh, look, I'm just looking at um, buying a new television. I've Ooh. got a television that's about six or seven years old. That's, uh, um, that's, that's good. It's a good age. You've got a good life out of it, but is it dead or is it just, you know, you're, you're starting to feel the, the need for smarts? No, it's um, it's not. It's There's nothing wrong with it actually at all. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> But why uh, the yes. bloody hell not? Oh, well, I, 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 that's exactly right, actually. It would yeah, give me a good, good reason, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, no, it's I just looking at the new technology that's out, yeah. looking at uh, whether I need a 4K um, and that sort of thing. What are you watching? So, what, what, are you, what, are you, uh, what do you enjoy doing a screening on the TV? I'm mostly watching, I do have Foxtel, mm-hmm. uh, and I also watch a lot of the streaming um, TV, mm-hmm. so Netflix, Stan, et cetera, and a lot of the catch-up TV. So at the moment, I've got attached to my TV, I've got a Chromecast, and I've got a Telstra TV box, and you know all of those sort of gadgets, yep. um, and I'm looking for something where possibly I wouldn't need that. I could just have it all in one. Have you got a, a price in mind? Um, I'm looking at around the low 2000s. So 1999 to 2499, shall we say? Something around that, yes. Okay. And um, you're happy to get rid of all those other boxes because, I mean, if you've got another room, you can put the old TV in that room with those boxes so you've got a smart area. What size are you looking at? I'm looking at upgrading to about a 65-inch. All right. You know this, you could get a 75 at that price. Um, yes, I know that. But, <laughs> Just thinking it might be a little large for my space. Well, is it? Because you should measure it. I mean, a big screen's a good screen. Anyway, I won't push okay, that upon okay. you. Just, right, I'm just saying measure it just to be sure. Okay. Um, 
you know, just looking at, at a standard retail offering, you know, it, actually there's not a lot. There's like four TVs in that price range, and they're all wow, I'm exactly the same price. What a yeah. shock! And you know what? It's all <laughs> it's the four big brands: LG, Samsung, Sony, and Hisense. Mm-hmm. Um, and good news, they're all 2020 models, so that's excellent. None of them are OLED, which is you know the be all and end all of television pictures. So you're not missing out with any one of them. Um, I would I would say the biggest difference looking at these four TVs is the Sony. Um, and I feel like it, no, it's not the exact model that I just reviewed, but it's a, it's an Android TV. Um, yes, that's the big advantage of the four. The Sony is an Android TV, which means you can install pretty much any app that's on Android. Okay. So Disney Plus, for example, which isn't available on all TVs, so I don't think it's on the Hisense. Ko Sports, which is not on the LG or the Hisense. Um, yeah, you you can pretty much do everything with that with that Sony. And it's, it's come down in price. If pushed, that's the only difference between the, the four of them, to be honest. Otherwise, it's just about getting a good deal. Uh, you know, the uh, Samsung's QLED. Uh, LG's is a nanocell. Hisense is a ULED. All of those mean the same thing. They've got quantum dot technology, which means it's slightly brighter picture and better quality, yada, yada, yada. Uh, the, okay. the Sony's the only one with a standout feature, which is Android TV. So, <laughs> you know... Oh, you're not going to be disappointed with any of those TVs. So watching sport on any of them is not a, like, basically would be e- equal across all four. It would be even. equal. I'm going to look at the Samsung. I'm going to guess is actually sport. No, it's 200 hertz refresh rate. So, no, I would think uh, watching sport on all of them would be great. I'm going to see whether the the uh, Sony bothers to list. The problem, they don't always list every detail about their uh their their technology so like refresh rate is not listed for the um for the sony but my recollection is it's a high refresh rate so mm-hmm. i don't think you're going to have an issue with any that's because here's my point for a 65 inch tv you're actually spending a lot of money you know yes. you do you do not need to spend that much money for a 65 inch tv so okay. so we're kind of immediately putting you in the in the better part of the category right so if you look at the lowest price, you know, a thousand bucks for a sixty-five inch TV, you then go above your price range. You're looking at very new technology like Hisense's dual cell or Sony's OLED, um, LG's OLED, um, Samsung's higher end stuff. Um, yeah, you're kind of mid to high range in your price bracket for a sixty-five inch TV. So I don't think you'd be disappointed at all. With those, okay. if you did go seventy-five at that price range, that's when you might go. Well, maybe it doesn't have a higher refresh rate, so the sport might be a compromise. So that's why sixty-five is probably a smart move. Okay, excellent. Don't be put off by what the retailers tell you about any one or the other, because <laughs> you know what, the, you, every individual in the store is different, and also there are kickbacks that occur in stores around. You know, trying to drive a bunch of them out of the out of the store this month, so. My guarantee to you is you wouldn't notice a difference between any, any of those four if you took any of them home. Fabulous. Other than the fact okay. that if you, if you did, did you say you got Foxtel? Yes, I do. Why do you have Foxtel? I just always have. <laughs> so, wow. of course, you could if your accountant If your accountant binge. asked you that question, <laughs> would that be? <laughs> How much do you pay a month it. for Foxtel? I get it for sport mainly, but um, at the moment I'm paying about, I'm on the lowest thing about fifty dollars a month. Well you know you could be paying twenty five. Yes. You can get KO on that on that Sony TV. Sony okay. TV, download yep. KO, 
spend 25 bucks a month, ditch Foxtel. Job done. Okay. Excellent. All right. Thank Good you luck. very much, Happy Trevor. Much TV appreciated. shopping, Kirsten. <laughs> Thank you very Enjoy. much. No worries at all. Happy TV shopping is my favourite thing to say because it's such a fun thing to do. It's, it's a lot of money, right? It's a couple of grand. And you get to walk out with a really big box. It's cool. Um, but it's tough too, so I get that. But, you know, they're all good TVs. When you're talking those big-name brands, they're all good TVs. And I think the critical thing is you want to walk out knowing that you're not missing out on something, and I think I think it should be fine. It should be a good, good purchase, that Sony, actually. Get in touch anytime you want. Just go to the website, eftm.com. Oh, thanks for listening. It's been wonderful having your company. Um, it's been great to be back in the office. Um, and, you know, there's a lot to come. There's a lot of cool things coming up over the next few weeks. Uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff planned, a lot of products coming through the door. And uh, we look forward to your company reading those, um, viewing those and whatever it is. Always love hearing from you. If you're on the uh, Facebooks, jump in the man cave. If you haven't jumped in already, it's a great bunch of people who help each other out. So I don't need to be there all the time because I can't answer every question. But some of you are smarter than me, frankly, and you know it. And uh, I appreciate you answering those questions as they come through when I can't get there. Um, it's always greatly appreciated. Um, we'll be back again next week, of course, uh, with another show. More calls as they come through, as they're available. And it's always wonderful to help people with their tech questions. I've um, got a couple of fun things coming up this week on the Today Show. We'll talk online sales on uh, Thursday morning. And we're going to talk that robot lawnmower and more on Friday morning. So uh, tune in on Channel 9, wherever you are and wherever you're watching. And just finally, quick one and a shout-out to the boys um, the Robertson Brothers, who play created the song that I'm going to play next just to annoy some people, um, have a Christmas album coming out. And you know what? I bought it. It's bloody good. It's traditional Christmas songs. No fancy new Christmas. It's traditional Christmas songs sung traditionally, just nice, good background music at Christmas time. Uh, you can find it at Robertson Brothers, robertsonbrothers.com.au. Shout out to Benny and the boys, and um, yeah, give them, give it a buy. They're like many other musicians and artists, doing their darndest to survive in 2020 after tours and concerts and all those things had to be cancelled in 2020. So, uh, a nice little way to help out and support um, people like the Robinson Brothers is just to simply buy stuff. So uh, their Christmas record is what it's called uh, is out now. You can buy it at robertsonbrothers.com.au. See you next week. Sound crazy what I'm about to say